0: there. Welcome back. I'm Sherry Bant and this is episode six of Homeschooling the Herd. All right. So I hope you've been doing well. Uh, It's going all right here in West Michigan. It's looking pretty wintry and snowy. So what are we talking about today? We're going to dig into the winter blahs. Yes, the winter blahs because guess what? ladies and gentlemen, I've hit the winter blahs. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about TV schooling and life lessons and how those go along with the winter blahs. So hopefully this will be helpful and grab yourself a cup of coffee. That's what I drink. Strong coffee. Maybe you like tea. Grab yourself a beverage and let's chat. All right. So, okay. I think I talked about this maybe just a couple episodes ago, how I don't like Tuesdays. Tuesdays are hard in our house. So I make, you know, a schedule and I usually go lighter on Tuesday or do something a little funner on Tuesday, more fun on Tuesday. Anyway, what I'd like to talk about is February. Oh, I don't know why this is, but I know after homeschooling for 17 plus years, January usually goes honestly pretty well. It usually does pretty well because you have that break. And it's the new year and all of the things. Now we won't talk about this year, you know, hey, let's let's just say it here in the U.S. It's been a little crazy, right? So if you're anyone that follows politics at all, it's not been a real fun ride. So maybe January wasn't a fun ride for you. But anyways, usually January is good. You know, it's new year, fresh start, all the things. And it usually goes really well. But then, you know, all the lack of sunlight, at least where I am, if you're in a warmer climate where there's sunshine most of the time and it's warmer, you probably do not experience this. But in um, Michigan or even when I we used to live in Indiana, it was the same way. By February, by the time February comes, you know, the lack of just sunlight and being outdoors and doing things, you know, on a daily where you're getting a little bit of that. Uh. The rays of the sun that make all things better. Um, by February, you're feeling a little, ugh, and so are your children, too. And we're we're kind of we hit that wall. We hit the February wall, and it's only let's see the fourth of the month. <laughs> so I thought, you know, that's the way our week has went. It's one of those things where it starts to like creep in, and then it everybody gets, and I probably have like seasonal. You know, I don't know. They, I, there's a certain word for it where if you don't get enough light, you get depressed or whatever. I think I probably honestly have that. But because about this time of year, in all honesty, if I look back at uh, our homeschooling venture, usually is now about the time that we pivot into something different. Um, and what I mean by that is a lot of times things that weren't working well, we chucked them. We just like said, goodbye, sayonara, we're not doing that anymore. And even if it was like mid you know, we're mid-year in some things, not so much like math, things like that, but other things like history, science, things that weren't working. Um, now we've kind of gotten into our groove and we got things that we really like. So we don't have that feeling. And I, and I kind of know myself better. So I know that it's not an issue of, oh, the curriculum's gone stale and we're just so bored. And it's so, you know, it's like drudgery every day to get up and do all the things and be excited about learning all the stuff. I've come to find out, but that February usually lends itself to, it feels like everything's not working and you get, you get, um, you get frustrated and you start that unsettling feeling starts to creep in. And I, you know, and I could just be, I don't know, like, out there on a limb but I have a feeling I'm not alone so I'm that's why I'm talking about this because for if there's one person out there that feels like I do and you're not sure why this might be this might be part of it but I I can remember just feeling like it would start with oh gosh I wasn't feeling really good about things and I and I think we talked about this last week how or maybe the week before motivation is can you know contagious so if you're not upbeat you're not excited the kids start to like really kind of get it's kind that's contagious too like the 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 being lazy, not wanting to do anything kind of feeling can roll down and trickle down into the children, you know? So anyways, you start to feel frustrated. It feels like things aren't going right. If the kids start to get ouchy, everybody gets a little cabin fever. And for me, since there's so many of us now living in a very small space, and if you're not aware, there are, um, Uh, we have eight kids, seven of which still live with us. We have um, an adult daughter that still lives with us. Our oldest daughter lives out east, but the rest, all of us are here. So there are nine of us in just a little over a thousand square feet. Yes. So if you're not aware, that's what we're faced with. So you can't get away from each other. So you start to get a little bit like all the little nitpicky things, especially with the kids that bother, you know, that bothers each other. They start to get ouchy. People don't feel motivated. They want to just get school done, get on with the day. And then it's just, you know, everybody's at each other. So then what happens with that frustration is, as a homeschool parent, a lot of times it leads to burnout. Even if you have the most supportive spouse, you start to feel like you're just like, oh my gosh, is this worth it? And then I can remember feeling this way. I think about year two, when we started homeschooling, I ended up, we were living up here in Michigan at the time. And we, and I ended up going to a convention in Indiana because I knew I was face. I was year two. I think I could, I think it was, yeah, it was year two. And um, I was either going to quit or I was going to dig in because this just, it just, it felt like things weren't going right. It felt like we were just, you know, trying to run with muddy boots on and, and I just, I needed some inspiration. So I ended up going to, um, I think, an Indiana homeschool convention. So I drove all the way to Indianapolis by myself because my husband had to watch the kids and had to work and do all the things. And so I went and it was the, probably the best thing that ever happened to our homeschool ever, 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 just because I was able to uh, get just filled like with support and information and just feel good about the decisions that we had made again, because it was, it was this time of year. And I'll tell you, it's that feeling. And, um, and I just, I really wanted to share this because if there's anybody out there that who's, you know, a newer homeschooler or someone who's just starting out, and if you're starting out mid-year, because I know a lot of you all that are just jumping into homeschooling or starting out, and you're starting mid-year and you're going to, you're going to already have the February blast and trying to start this. It's tough. It's a struggle. And I just don't want anybody to give up too quickly because the thing is you don't want that frustration to turn into burnout. And just like, you want to toss the whole thing and get the kids back in school. Because I will tell you not, not, I, I really think for kids' sake, especially now with all the stuff, if you can homeschool them, you are just going to be so, so happy with that decision. And you'll come to a point where I'm at now where you don't want to not do it. Like you would do anything just to make sure you can. I wasn't always like that. Honestly, there were times when like, it gets too hard. We're sending them into school. I really didn't think I'd put, you know, like teach high school, all of that. And now we've graduated too with our third son, um, deciding what he wants to do. He's graduating this year and he's got accepted to a couple of colleges. We're not sure what he's going to do yet. He's not sure, but, um, you can do it. So anyways, I wanted to talk about that frustration. Okay. So in the February blast. So from that, I have just a couple tips and I just, it's almost like, I want to tell you it's okay. And I know that there's probably homeschoolers out here there that don't agree with me telling you this, but it's okay to use the TV some days. Like you don't feel like doing the book work, get, get, get on. turn the TV on. And I'm not saying like, let them watch, you know, SpongeBob all day or anything like that. Use the television to help your homeschool, especially when you're feeling those blahs. Like you need to mix it up. You know, you can, you, you, if you have Netflix now, I know the Netflix thing's a little bit controversial and I know maybe some of you have exited that and I totally get that. And I understand why um, you could do Hulu, you know, there's prime video. I will tell you like, Disney, Prime Video, Hulu, maybe Netflix. I've kept Netflix. I know that I understand the controversy behind it. Um, We could have a a whole podcast just on that. But the thing is, there is still some beneficial nuggets. It's kind of like the library's full full of books. Some of those books are junk books. They're not good books. And they're not even worth your time. But you don't want to throw away the whole library. And that's kind of the way I feel about some of the streaming services. You use them for the, the things that they do have benefit. You know, um, you can, you can, however you want to do it in your home with regulating it, whatever, but I will tell you, you can dig in, find some good documentaries. I do suggest sometimes if you have younger ones that you might want to watch them first. Not always do you have to do that, but depending on what it is, but, um, you know, use things that are going along, watch things that have something to do with what you're studying. So all kinds of, especially when it comes to history, there's all kinds of things out there. Um, the other thing like we use sling for our we got rid of well, we still have Hulu, just the like the basic version, but we use sling for our main because um, we're out in the middle of the boonies or whatever. But we use that and that's a pretty inexpensive um, streaming provider and they have a lot of good stuff on there and you can get, you know, like daily local te- like what I want to say like the network television too. Um, another thing that we stumbled on was I think it's called Tubi. And it's completely free. Now there are commercials, but they have some great old programming. Like um, the kids just watched this week. Actually, I got on there and um they have Davy and Goliath, and it's this cute old claymation um um back in the 60s. Um, Christian program. It's really cute, it's really cute. Um, so maybe you know, check that out. There's stuff on there, you can do that kind of stuff. Um, There, we used to have a service called Jelly Telly, which had like all the veggie tales and um, like what's in the Bible with, I think it was Buck Denver. I can remember the kids all going through that. Um, But I think that's something new. Like it's called Menno, I think. And it's like gomenno.com. I'll put some of these links too. like the um, something else I wanted to mention about not just TV schooling, but it kind of goes along the lines. We recently started. I did the trial with Epic Books. I think it's called Epic Books for the, and I kind of like it guys it's kind of a really neat service, especially for, for, um, for nonfiction books, like for uncertain topics. They also have a lot of very, um, very well done little informative videos too. So stuff like that, or, um, brain pop is another thing you can throw in. That's a fun, you know, thing. Uh, sometimes there's some things on all of these that I don't necessarily, I kind of try to, you know, if I see something that I don't necessarily agree with in terms of the way it's presented or what they say or whatever, I just like, I, you know, I give a little, little note to the kids or whatever, um, saying that, you know, maybe, you know, I don't believe that something's a bazillion years old or whatever. You understand what I'm saying. For those of you who, who are, um, um, where I'm at, you, you understand that. But anyways, use those things, use those to your benefit because the thing is, there there's lots of educational nuggets out there that are different from just doing the day-to-day and you can use learning games you know if the kids have like little devices you could get some learning games on there depending on what you know age they're at i think things like if your kids aren't used to using like spell i think spelling city is another like online thing that we used to use a while ago it's been quite a few years but it's more like a game kind of learning thing, just some stuff to kind of switch it up. The other thing now this leads into, so, we, you know, talking about the February Blas and then the TV schooling and now just an uh, ending thing that I want to talk about. And this is actually happening in my house as of right now. Some, um, you know, life lessons, like using daily life lessons um, to, to um, replace like what you would normally do in your day for schooling, just to kind of mix it up. And what do I mean by that? Right now as we speak, um, as I'm recording this, my husband is home today from work because he is changing the elements the um, in our hot water heater because one of them burn up. And so we only had hot water and part of the hot water heater. So my two oldest boys who are both in you know I, I've got our our oldest boy is a senior this year and then our next one down um Logan he is actually a freshman. So I'm like, you know, you're not doing school today, you're helping your dad. You're going to help him, you're going to see what he's doing, you're going to help him go through the whole thing. And um just using those moments that um sometimes we, you know, obviously we need help. So make the kids help you when you do stuff, but But sometimes if we really use those as educational moments and not forget to make them step in, and if it means setting the books aside, I I just think it's so beneficial to the kids because, like, think about, like, changing a tire or changing oil or girls included, not just boys. But, you know, all those life lessons and how you can turn those into teachable moments. And, And just in homeschooling, you'll do that. You'll get to where you're teaching all the time. I mean that's part of the homeschool like just lifestyle where everything's somewhat educational but a lot of times we get in our hole just like in regular school you get in your routine where you do your school you know earlier in the day and the kids kind of you know play and do different activities in the afternoon and then dad comes home and you have dinner and y'all you do your family thing and it's just no different than if they were in school that way so Um, you kind of get like, they have their time, you have your time, but making sure that in those life moments, when they could be helping you and learning from those experiences that we take advantage of those. And when you have the winter blast, like I have now in February and I really don't want to do school today, um, you know, having the kids working on some art project while the older kids are downstairs doing the fixing the hot water heater in the crawl space sounds like a good deal to me. Hey, you know, so the other thing that I think about that's really good, and and this is kind of like preaching to myself again, but having the kids help with little things like when you have an off day, you know, cooking, preparing meals ahead of time, those kinds of things, but also organizing, uh, like taking they're going into the have they, having them going into the rooms and they're going to see this as cleaning. But if you give your kids the choice, do you want to like do something a little different today and you want to organize some things in your room or would you like to, you know, sit down and go through the regular day? They're going to choose the room cleaning. I can almost guarantee it. Well, at least most kids will. Maybe not all of them. But, you know, just having getting in that routine where sometimes you deal with those, you know, you don't want things to build up so much. And this is something that we've learned living in, um, such a small space. The reason I mentioned organizing is because if we let things go in our small space right now, it'll go, it'll get bigger and bigger and bigger. It makes it, it just makes it hard to get through the day when there's stuff in the way. Now, what, what, knowing, um, what it was like to live in, you know, a, almost, I won't say triple the size, but you know, a good double. And I don't know how much our square footage is of our old house, but it was a big house. It was every, you know, we had, it was big. So to go from a larger house to a very small cabin, Um, before I could put stuff, like I could throw it out in the garage. I could stick it in a closet. I could do whatever with it. The kids could as well. And then all of a sudden you've got this big monumentous task of like cleaning stuff up. So if you can turn like that into like a fun day, let's organize the closet. Let's organize the dressers. Let's organize your little cubbies or whatever. Um, And that, that's, you know what, that's a life lesson that's worth learning. And if you start young, then they're going to, that's going to give them tools that they will use every single day of the rest of their life. And, um, you know, algebra is important, but learning how to live a productive life, um, is, is also very important too. So don't under, um, what I want to say, don't, uh, give give as much merit to those things as as you do to the book work as well. And don't use those things for when you need a little bit more of a break or your kids do too. So I that's really all I have to share today. I've got some fun things that you've got to come back next week because I kind of have a a big of a bit announcement that I'm kind of excited to share with all of you. And again, if you want to get in contact with me, if you have any questions, feel free to, you can always email me at homeschoolingtheherd at gmail.com. You can find me over on MeWe um, under Sherry. Just look me up If you can connect me, with me there and send me a message if you have any questions or just to kind of, you know, get to know each other. That's great. Um, and, and I'm actually recording this on anchor.fm. Um, forward slash homeschooling the herd. If you want to go there, you can get a link to our website because it's a free Wix site. And if I was going to tell you how to get there, it's going to be so long, you'll never remember it. So go to anchor.fm forward slash homeschooling the herd. And you can click on our website link there. I will put the links to a few of these two in the show or the podcast notes. And um, if you have any questions, you can shoot me a message. But I don't have any affiliate for any of this stuff. It's just some stuff that I thought would be helpful for, for any of you out there. So again, thanks for listening. I hope you will be back next week to chat again and have a blessed one.